Hi, my name is Owen Previtt. For my podcast today, I'm going to share with you a story of a prepubescent boy on a long journey of destruction and discovery. Without further ado, here is Diary of a Minky Kid. Slouched in a rotting seat riddled with pencil holes, I dreaded the days that lay ahead. The fresh scent of B.O. and Axe body spray washed over me, sending waves of nausea through my entirety. Just by looking around, I felt overwhelmed. Gargantuan frowning men sat in the back, arms crossed, challenging anyone who dared to look at them. The newcomers, including myself, cowered in the front, right behind the woman with the sunglasses and remorseless face who refused to acknowledge us. This is my life now, I remember thinking. It was an incredibly painful thought. Moving at speeds unfit for a large metal bus, the vehicle lurched into the lot and 35 of us poured into the street, gazing at the rocky dungeon that loomed ahead with contempt. I ain't going back, one boy cried. This is unfair. But he went back. We all went back. Thick cement walls close in on the narrow hallways filled with neon clothing. Heavy oaken doors, often without windows, tower on either side of the walkway, pressing us together like a herd of helpless sheep. Hundreds of bodies rush forward, trying their hardest to navigate through the crowd without injury. Eventually, I fought my way to door 201. This would become my home for the next eight months. Butterflies raging in my stomach, I stepped through the door, completely unsure of what to expect. I wasn't ready for what happened next. Hi, I'm Mr. Gao. Welcome to Blake Middle School. Um, hi. Thank you. Right off the bat, I could tell what type of teacher he would be. If I had to compare his energy to something, it would be a content turtle. He was always comfortable in a shell with a calm, positive energy that serenaded his room. Stepping into his room was like stepping into a yoga studio, and many times he actually made us take off our shoes and find our zen. He was adored by many of his students, and I had the fortune of getting him as my advisor. We got off on the wrong foot. If Mr. Gao was a turtle, I was a grouchy mink, grappling with him in natural competition. As a moody adolescent, his persistent chipper attitude felt like nails grinding on a chalkboard inside my head. Our feud started when he gave us an astoundingly easy homework assignment on the first day of school. Just simply make a comic strip about your summer. Being a snotty middle school student with little drive, I penciled in a comic strip about my trip to Maine in 30 seconds and turned it in the next day without a thought. Mr. Gao handed back the assignment that Wednesday. He looked at me with a smile and said as positively as he could, You can do better. Maybe use some color next time. Feeling personally attacked, I fired back, That's cute. What caused me to say this, I'm not too sure. I was such an ass. All I know is he was not happy about it. He sent a message home to my parents. Middle school is off to a great start. Unfortunately, Mr. Gao's class wasn't the only one that gave me trouble. Sixth grade English provided me with the only C I've received in my life. Math class with Mr. Millard was an interminable battle, 
and I refused to stay after despite desperately needing help. From an academic standpoint, it was the deepest trough of my life. The first true punch in the face came when seventh grade course recommendations came out. I received my sealed envelope and advisory and took it home to my parents with a swagger that comes from untested confidence. Knowing what classes would have the honor of my attendance, I gave it to my mom without even opening it. At dinner that night, my parents sat me down and we discussed the contents of the sealed envelope. My smile slowly slipped away from my face as I realized what had happened. I hadn't gotten the recommendation for the accelerated courses. I know, big deal. To me it was. Coming from a family that views academics as vital as they do breathing, I felt like a bum. My older brother Josh was, and still is, a math prodigy. It's the same with Ben. They both understand numbers. This was also the first time I was not considered to be among the smartest of my grade. Up until this point, the fact that I could spell hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia was enough to put me there. Dejected, my moods became even more sour. Life was dangerously approaching a downward spiral, and it was only my first year at Blake Middle School. As the days dragged by, school and my attitude did not get any better. I got my first and only detention of my life on April 13th, 2013. I still remember the day in vivid detail. I wore my mottled blue Under Armour sweatshirt, the one that I wore every day but never quite got around to washing, and a pair of black athletic Nike shorts. Waltzing into Miss Muscatel's class with the confidence that only a sixth grade boy could have, I threw down my backpack and put my feet up on the nearest chair. Starting a conversation with my neighbors Joey and Henry, with little regard to the silent part of Sassane's silent reading, I laughed loudly. Miss Muscatel was having none of it. You three, I have asked you every day to be quiet. Detention. After school. My feet slowly slipped from the chair and I sat up in stunned silence. Was she talking to me? Her beady-eyed glare confirmed that she was. It felt like someone had just socked me in the jaw again. The false confidence around me evaporated and I tried to melt into my desk. It didn't quite work. Getting up, I squirmed into the hallways and tried my best to camouflage myself into the crowd. This fall, I walked down that same science wing for the first time in years, now standing out instead of trying to blend in. Coming back as a mountainous 5'9", 150-pound senior, the hall seemed suffocatingly narrow and the ceilings had shrunk substantially. At least the classroom still provided the captivating scent of whiteboard markers and crushed dreams. Revisiting the empty halls of Blake after three years at the high school, these events now seem insignificant. My detention was served without a struggle, I moved on to seventh grade without a scratch, and who truly gives a hoot about accelerated math in middle school? These tough and extremely testing times were not enjoyable. Rather, they were necessary. Middle school provided a cocoon for a young, naive potato to metamorphosize into a semi-responsible young adult. I have worked my way up to become a class officer for student council, a captain of the soccer team, and an MFI youth leader. These previous experiences have taught me both concrete and abstract lessons, like put your best foot forward, be reliable, and be humble. But also small lessons like don't talk during SSR or pants your friends during gym class. Those will only lead to pain. Even though some aren't the most conventional lessons, they are lessons nonetheless. 
Growth isn't always fun. In fact, it rarely is. But I'm better off now because of those scarring interactions. I feel as though I will find success in the future, just as long as my inner grouchy mink remains dormant. And now it's time for the interview. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm Owen's brother. I go to Colgate and I'm 20 years old. I have some questions here to ask Owen. Awesome. So in your memoir, you say you have a lot of memories that described you who you are as a person today. What memories shaped you the most back in middle school? I would say definitely meeting my current friends. Um, it started in seventh grade during lunch. Um, we would eat lunch in guidance together instead of the lunchroom. Um, and they've become some of the, the biggest impacts in my life currently. Um, love them to death, so I'd say that's definitely the biggest impact. Yeah, that's really cool. You describe yourself as a mink um, back in middle school, but if you could pick an animal which you ideally would have been, what animal would that be? Preferably, I would have been an Alaskan Malamute, um, a breed of husky because they're independent yet loyal, um, characterized as very friendly. So I would have liked to have been more open, friendly, yet slightly more independent in middle school. Um, I feel like I would have had a more enjoyable experience and connected with more people, particularly Mr. Gao. So, awesome. Yeah, thank you for your time. Yep, thank you very much. And thank you for listening. <laughs>